Welcome to Breaking Form, a podcast of poetry and culture. I'm Aaron Smith. And I am James Allen Hall. For those listening for the first time, we do this show in segments. We do literary games. We revisit books that we love. We gossip. We do. We interview. We shade. We laugh. And we are not for everyone. Hey, Aaron. Hey, James. Uh, Lisa, I want to um, revisit this week a poem by Lucille Clifton. Mm. And as I've told you, she's the one poet that I regret that I never got to see give a reading. Like, I feel like it's such a, a lot. I do. Too. It just shows up in my brain. It just shows yeah. up like, wow, I never got to see her read. And she's one of my favorites. Uh, why, how did you encounter her? I had a book. It was a, one of those Bill Moyers books. And I think he went to Dodge and he like interviewed poets and, and talked about their poems. And there's a quote that she says in the book. And I say it all the time to my students. And mm. she says, you can't play for safety and make art. And I say it all the time. So when the famous poetry quotes come up, like, you know, best words in best order or form is nothing more than extension of content. And I always look at my students and I'm like, and these are all white men. So let's give you something from a woman and from a black woman. And I always tell them that that's always one of the famous poetry quotes that I put up. Say it again. Say it one more you time. You can't play for safety and make art. I so you love can't it. be safe. You can't do I, it. I love it. Well, so I wanted to revisit the, the poem, um, Won't You Celebrate With Me? And I'll read it here. Okay. Won't you celebrate with me what I have shaped into a kind of life? I had no model. Born in Babylon, both non-white and woman, what did I see to be except myself? I made it up. Here on this bridge between starshine and clay, my one hand holding tight my other hand. Come celebrate with me that every day something has tried to kill me and has failed. It's a terrific poem. It's such a good poem. She's great at statement. She's mm -hmm. a terrific image maker as well, but that's not really where her engine lies. It's mm -hmm. these, these incredible statements that she lays next to each other and the tectonic shifts between them. Tonal shifts maybe too. And for the people who, who haven't read her, who are listening, she is one of the few poets in contemporary poetry that can write in all lowercase letters and that's what she does oh yeah and and she does it well and it always i it always works and i think so many poems have an ars poetica hidden inside of them and that's for people listening who don't know that's a poem about a poem mm -hmm. and when she says i made it up i made it up here on life. this bridge between starshine and clay so it's like she made up she writes her own way she also made literally made up the poem, you know, she wrote it and then I made up this life. And it's like that for me links her actual life with her art. And it becomes like all of it so intrinsically connected that I think it's just stunning. Yeah. And I had no model. I'm, I made it up. Mm -hmm. 
is one of the things that Lucille Clifton does. She remakes the language. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's so hard for if one of my students came in and their poem opened with, won't you celebrate with me? I'd be like, mm, if you can do that, but she yeah. manages to do all of these things. And she just takes this phrase that could fail and then yeah. totally shapes it into like such a success, which is also, again, you know, comes back to the poem. Come celebrate with me that every day something has tried to kill me, line break, and has failed. And, and I love that failed. The, the failure of that person. It's like they failed. End of poem. Mic yeah. drop. And let's celebrate. Let's <laughs> yeah, celebrate. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate yeah. the failures of mm-hmm. people trying to kill me. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I had no model. I was born in Babylon, both non-white and woman. What did I see except to be myself? So it's almost like at the beginning, mm. if you think like, what kind of life is this? And then the next one's like, what else could I do? Yeah. You know, what else could I do except be myself? And then I made it up. And I love here on this bridge between starshine and clay. That's yeah. great. It's so good. Yeah. It you gave, fucking um, write that poem, Lucille Clifton. <laughs> right? And of course, it also is the title of Camila Aisha Moon's last book. Oh, I didn't know play. that. Okay. Yeah, that's where it oh, comes from. Okay. It's such a good book. Well, I didn't know that she had a book titled that. So I yeah. didn't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I was even thinking someone needs to title their book that. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. It, it's in the world. Um, four-way books, I believe. And also my one hand holding tight, my other hand, my other hand, like right? she had to do it. Yeah. I led myself. It's an mm-hmm. image of, of, of both comfort, but also maybe leading like, come this way, come be yourself. Right. And won't you celebrate with me? Not just that right, I've faced adversity, but like I have achieved myself. Mm-hmm. What she also, I think does so well in this poem is I feel like she is not revising out the thinking in the poem. Like, so sometimes like people are thinking in a poem and I'm like, you could have gotten rid of this. It feels like you're showing your hand is like, oh, look. But mm-hmm. again, I go back to that question because I just sort of like noticed the question mark. And when you write an all lowercase, your punctuation really announces itself. That's true, too. And yeah. won't you celebrate with me what I've shaped into a kind of life? It's almost like she's like, huh? Like, it's almost like it feels like I'm in the middle of this realization with her. Like, huh? I have, this has become that I had no model. I was non-white and a woman and woman. What did I see to accept, you know, what did I see to be except myself? And then I made it up, you know, on this bridge, this passing, this, this moving that we do, it's not stasis. It's this moving, you know, yeah. and you come celebrate with me, you know? Yeah. And the bridge is like also the hands, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, it's interesting. She's so good at putting, the images together and so mm-hmm. they resonate so they create a coherence in the poem mm-hmm. right? and then also if you look at my other hand semicolon i'm all into punctuation today but mm-hmm. th- but my other hand semicolon come celebrate it's almost like asking herself to come celebrate but then also mm-hmm. bringing other people you come celebrate you know with me that every day yeah Every day. Oh, no, you're, tried to you're kill totally me. right. At the beginning, it's won't you come celebrate mm-hmm. with me this question? And then it becomes right a command. Come mm-hmm. celebrate mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. Well, an invitation, because I think it's I think it's after the semicolon. You know, it's yeah. like that's for me. It's like it's just this bringing in. It's just the next makes sense. You know, an everyday something. And not even just like a person or, but it's like something, you know, white something. supremacy, racism, you know, misogyny. 
yeah. you know, and yeah. tried to kill me and is felled. Well, even the poetry uh, gatekeepers, you know that her work had to be so radical and threatening. You know, so many of the poems that she wrote about, you know, the black, the black experience, black experience as a woman about her body. Mm. So unapologetically mm-hmm. that I really think that, that there's so many levels, something and that, yeah. and that's like when you, you know, I, I think about teaching and telling students something, you need to give me an example, but that is it. That's, that's the right word. You yeah. can use words like something or nothing when they're the right words. And that's, that's the right, right word. Yeah, she's so good at diction yeah. and tone. It's tone mm-hmm. too, right? Like something has tried, mm-hmm. not tries. Mm-hmm. Every day something tries. And I think that has tried does mean every day something yeah. tries, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But she defeats it with using the past tense, right? Um yeah. And and the you know the verb kill, right, is is present tense. So I just I mean I think she's so good at word selection Mm -hmm. and it's also the word kill which is a hard word it's not defeat it's not to erase it's to kill me yeah and that's really powerful but then just by and has failed (laughs) just like three words at the end and has failed period period yeah no and i'm looking at all the like sort of near uh the the sort of consonants um in the in the poem so like kill celebrate myself model um right like mm-hmm. there's all these other l um consonant words almost in the same line position mm-hmm. right well, babylon has the l babylon. Two over and yeah. then the and then the alliteration born in babylon both right you know so all the yeah. sounds there yeah um you're right like babylon as well um yeah that's kind of and clay has the l clay, clay with the two over the you know, like mm-hmm. once you start noticing what she's doing with the music mm-hmm. right yeah what i'm gonna do is celebrate that this someone has tried to kill me something has tried to kill me and mm-hmm. has failed mm-hmm. again with the l yeah. right yeah yeah at the end yeah she's incredible i just think i've looked at this poem how many times have you looked at this poem oh. over the years Many I've taught, I've taught, you know, the collection, this is in book of light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've I've taught it book of light twice. I've taught other collections. That's why I was trying to figure out this one's in book of light. Yeah. And every time I read her, the, the students always want to just look at it and go to the next one. I'm like, no, stop. Then we have to go back and we have to dig. And they, I think it's always the lesson of like a good poet who writes short poems, you can yield and yield and yield things from it. If you just stick with it. It just keeps yielding. And mm-hmm. before we talked about this poem today, I didn't see all those L's in, mm-hmm. in almost the same line position and what she was doing, you know, with the eye and also with the music. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's a new collection, a new um, selected poems um, released with a new introduction by Aracelis uh, Germay. So people should go get that. And... Yeah. Turtle Point Press released a tarot deck of Lucille Clifton that Tracy K. Smith edited and David Trinidad is the series editor. So you can ask a question and pull and there's a Lucille Clifton phrase to answer your question. 
That's amazing. I wish I had met Miss Clifton as well. Totally. Um, and I believe that her her Baltimore home where she raised her children, mm-hmm. um, it has been purchased by the family and is seeking donations. So we'll also mm. link to that in the show if mm-hmm. people want to go and and donate to the restoration of her house. I think they want to make it a literary center in Baltimore. Oh, I love that. Wouldn't that be amazing? Absolutely amazing. And Toy Derricott has written some wonderful poems to Lucille Clifton. Mm-hmm. I believe they were in American Poetry Review, but we can look. I'm sure they're in I New and Selected poems of toys or New and Collect. I think it's selected. We can check that as well. But yeah, anytime I can learn something more about her, I try. And I'll, we'll also find the Bill Moyers book and we'll link to that too, where I, I read that great. Her interview is really what made me and want to get to know her work and the poems in that book. So, you know, when you're, when you're coming up and this is before we had access to everything, you find a little nugget of a book and maybe the book's like a mainstream coffee table book, but it still has the stuff in it that you yeah. need, you know, that you you're need. talking about the Moyers book. Yeah. And yeah. I, lo- I mean, mm-hmm. it, that's where I found so many poets. I read their interviews and they're great interviews. So I, yeah. I don't like to discount those books sometimes that are sort of trade books. Oh, I, I think I came to Clifton's work through a recording mm. um, I, on cassette. I had a mm, single cassette. No, I had a cassette <laughs> of, I think from the Academy of American Poets of different, someone gave me a present, like a whole collection. I think it was mm. my, my little brother, Dustin, gave me a collection of, so I had like Bishop reading which, by the way, sh- you should never listen. I'm sorry, Bishop was a <laughs> terrible reader. Of her she did poet. She did bad poetry. Voice. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. I called a terrible fish. <laughs> um, but Lucille Clifton reading, I just felt I was like right there, mm-hmm. like sitting in the front row. There's an intimacy in the the way that she crafts point of view that is amazing. She's great at creating sort of distances between the reader and then decreasing that distance as well can we also can a drag name be cass at <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen wake welcome cass at <laughs> maybe cass at single uh-huh so you're advertising the fact that you you need some so that's right you need you need a little dick in your life this has been a fun revisit. I'm, I always look forward to reading her poems. I never look at a poem of hers on the page and I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm always like, oh, what's Lucille Clifton doing? Always. Yeah. The other thing I love, I just want to say something more about this book. First of all, the Germe introduction is really beautiful, but also it has, the book has this ribbon attached I to the love. spine. It's like a little book make, uh, book make. It's a little um, built in bookmark is what I meant to say. I love that. I bought a men's fashion book where it's like, just like an encyclopedia fashion and it has two of those. And I love it because it's so much, it's such a big book, so much reading and it's like yeah. putting the ribbon down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this was fun. Yes. Yeah. Go read Miss Lucille Clifton. Thank you, Lucille Clifton, for writing your great poems. Hey, Aaron, are you ready for today's installment of We Critique the Canon? Yes. Um, I'm curious, were you looking around in the anthology of contemporary misogyny? <laughs> exactly. Today? Yeah. I mean, I use it as a doorstopper, but I was thumbing a little bit through yes. the nastiness. Yeah. And then um, then I took a silkwood shower. <laughs> and now I'm here and you're up to date. 
This is uh, Anthony Hack's poem, The Dover Bitch. And I, <laughs> it's from a book. I'm sorry to laugh, but I, I don't see how this can turn out. I don't see how this can turn out well. That's all I'll say. I'm like, this isn't some young, cool, hip, you know, current poet critiquing the patriarchy. This is, I'm, I know Anthony Hecht is not that, so I'm nervous. Uh, I think you are right to be nervous. Okay. And certainly this will be like, tr- we should totally put a trigger warning for misogyny because okay. it's going to be that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, I'm sorry, like the book is called the hard hours <laughs> does not get better <laughs> the dover bitch so and uh, basically every time you say it i get cracked up because it's so wrong okay sorry i won't laugh this time i mean my okay. poem would be called bend over bitch but <laughs> and it would start with the word but she did not or he did not or they did not it's just they watching you slap say me it. in my fucking face. It's just watching hearing you say it, like trying to it's like say it so videos. seriously that I can't take it. Okay, I'm not gonna laugh when Let you me, say the word. I'm gonna over. read this whole thing in poetry voice. Okay, okay. I'm gonna read this all like a diva. Am okay? I allowed to boo if I don't like something? I think you have to boo. Okay. You have to hiss. Okay. I really want you to hiss. Actually, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and let's unpack some of it, like because okay. 1967, it's really not in the sweep of time that far. Yeah, on, and I don't right? have it in front of me, but it's okay. I just, I just want to listen and hear it. With no, the it's better if you don't have yeah. it in front of you. It's like having acid on your eyes, right? <laughs> better if you don't. Um, okay. All right, the Dover bitch. So there stood Matthew Arnold and this girl. With the cliffs of England crumbling away behind. Okay, I'm already want to stop you. It's like. In this Girl? poem, he can't he, he can't even give her a name. Like it's he like, gets both and, names. Yeah, and this girl. Okay, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I won't. I won't interrupt every other line. Okay. I think the cliffs of England crumbling away behind them is all right, right? Mm-hmm. And he said to her, "Try to be true to me, and I'll do the same for you. For things are bad all over, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Well, now I knew this girl. It's true she had read Sophocles in a fairly good translation and caught that bitter allusion <laughs> well, he, to the he, sea. I'm sorry, fairly good. Like she she doesn't even she doesn't even have access. To- what is that about? I bet later he'll mansplain it to her. Oh, I think this whole poem is the beginning of mansplaining. Here we are, the beginning of mansplaining. And he is dialoguing because the poem does mention Sophocles, the the Dover Beach does. Oh, good. He is kind of going, I mean, yeah, somewhat, yeah. It's like this sort of weird update of it, but what it's funny because I don't, I actually think he makes it more misogynistic than Matthew Arnold's poem Mm -hmm. of the 19th century. All right. Uh, But all the time he was talking, she had in mind the notion of what his whiskers would feel like on the back of her neck. Porno fantasy. Like she just wants it. She told me later on that after a while, she got to looking out at the lights across the channel and really felt sad thinking of all the wine and enormous beds and blandishments in French and the perfumes. And then she got really angry to have been brought all the way down from London and then be addressed as a sort of mournful cosmic last resort is really tough on a girl. 
and she was pretty. <laughs> Sorry, that real, is so real bad. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I don't even. Yeah, okay, go ahead. It's it's really tough on a girl, and she was pretty. <laughs> he says, and she was pretty. <laughs> I mean, it's like must we it's like i don't even know what to say right but what she's thinking is about his whiskers on the back of her neck and all the enormous beds over in france yeah exactly she got really sad and mad about that (laughs) well obviously as one i'm like i think about a man's whiskers it's not on it's on the back of something but usually my neck so i mean it's like oh wow this is four days after the man um the man um scaping isn't it I really don't like it when a guy has a hairy taint. Do you? I don't spend a lot of time. <laughs> In I that don't. Code? Yeah, I don't. It's like taint no problem there because I'm just kind of <laughs> like. Hmm. So you're like the only time you see the guy's taint is when he's leaving the house. <laughs> exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, she watched him pace the room and finger his watch chain and seemed to sweat a bit. And then she said one or two unprintable things. See, that's another problem. It's like, oh, we're in mixed company. So clearly we can't print a woman saying something. Like he gets right? to also control her speech. Yeah. Yeah. This is very, actually, the more I read this, is the more my last Duchess vibes I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you mustn't judge her by that. <laughs> what I mean, it's so bad. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, so oh, all right. Yeah, great. Thanks. Thanks. God, it's like Freud and Dora vibes, too. It's like all of these like men speaking for women. Right? Yeah. Um, but you mustn't judge her by that. What I mean to say is she's really all right. Well, I'm so glad you told <laughs> us. Thanks, Anthony. She's really all right, even though she, you know, you're paying, he's trying to paint her as like, quote unquote, like having opinions. You know? <laughs> it's like, but then don't judge her for that. You know, don't judge her for, yeah, for her anger, for being dragged down from London and deciding she's angry. She's yeah. a pretty girl. <laughs> what I mean to say is she's really all right. I still see her once in a while, and she always treats me right. That right there is like, are you going to treat me right? We know that means like... Oh, I'm throwing up. Throw up all over it. Like... Would he buy me stuff? <laughs> the flaps, and he wouldn't take his pants the yeah, whole way off. So- yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And he would have to leave his, like, go back to his wife's house just like that. Mm. Back up in London. <laughs> um, she always treats me right. We have a drink, and I give her a good time. Ugh. And you know, they, you know, he didn't spend any time between her legs with his tongue. So that's all I have to say. You, whenever a guy says, oh, I gave her a good time. It's like, oh, that means she stared at the ceiling and got through it and thought of England, <laughs> thought of thought of the big beds in France <laughs> and all the perfumes. Oh, my God. What? What? Yeah, I would rather be 
what? Like then have this guy like, ugh. So we have a drink and I give her a good time. And perhaps it's a year before I see her again, because of course he's, he seems like a stand-up guy, this guy. And he's totally in charge. You know, it's like he pants her is like, Oh, she's waiting for me. You know, she can't wait till I come back. But there she is running to fat, but dependable as they come. What does running the, what the fat running to fat. I think means like, <gasps> like she's, she's, getting, she's getting older and fat. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I thought but it was dependable like... as they come. <gasps> oh, and also they come has a double entendre at the end of like, that it really, poem. it's because, very of, because like, of his grossness. Because it's just like, she's, she's becoming a thick, sturdy cow. And she just like comes when he calls. Mm. So disgusting. Can we put him he... in the hall of, um, misogyny shame like can we start a, pan- a little room yeah he might out? be he, i mean he certainly might be that in the pantheon i have a feeling there's a lot more where anthony hecht came from so and the last line is and sometimes i bring her a bottle of newt de more that even French. has a judgment in it because like like his judgy he already said she didn't like the right translation of sophocles it's like you know he has to end with his like quote-unquote smarts it's like French. Yeah. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with knowing that, right? you know, French, but I just mean like, there's just a little bit of like pretension. I feel like at the end. Oh, it's there. totally pretentious. Yeah. And you know, like there's a reading of this poem where he's really pretentious and maybe it's like the poem is critiquing him, but I don't fucking think so, bitch. No, I was like, you're totally like, I think that reading is really just trying to like defend the indefensible. Welcome to the fact check, Aaron. Wow, that was a wild ride going <laughs> through that second. The first part was so like great and joyful. And I think the second part goes well with like tipping over, you know, yeah. all the grossness of the patriarchy. But yeah, so yeah. Um, let's fact check this. Let's do it. All right. So I just, I, I need to say right at the top that um, the title of Lucille Clifton's new and selected poems is called um, how to Carry Water Selected Poems of Lucille Clifton. Uh, it is part of the American Poets Continuum series uh, published by BOA. I really mess up Araceli Girmay's name, and I am deeply, deeply sorry to Professor Girmay for the error. I say that Toy Derricott has some poems referencing or to Lucille Clifton, and the one I, I know for sure I'm looking at, it's an American Poetry Review, and it's titled Watching a Roach Give Birth on YouTube, I Think of Lucille Clifton Meeting God. I'm traveling, so I don't have access to like my books and journals, but I think there might be another poem also in APR or a couple more that mention Lucille Clifton. And these poems are also in Toy's book, I um, New and Selected Poems, published by the University of Pittsburgh Press. Thank you. And the Moyers book that you referenced, you want to talk about that? Yeah, it is. Um, fuck me. I can't, <laughs> I oh, can't remember. I'll say I don't it. have it I'll pulled it. up. I don't have it I'll pulled say it. up. I'll say it, girl. The Moyers book that Aaron references is The Language of Life, a Festival of Poets. And the quote, I actually have been getting it right. I just made one word a contraction and it's not. So Lucille Clifton says, you cannot play for safety and make art. And I've been saying to my students, you can't play for safety and make art. 
title of Anthony Heck's poem is, I don't give a fuck. Just if you want to look it up, you can. I'm sorry. I just don't care to be that accurate. Hey, everyone. If you like today's breaking form, please go to the Apple Store and review us with five stars. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BreakingFormPod. And be sure to check the show notes for references. And remember, we're not for everyone. And he was pretty. (laughs) (laughs) And you say it. (laughs) And he was pretty. (laughs) I think yours is better.